You're watching and listening. Fat Billy knows everything because I do know everything. And this week, what I want to talk about is these bloody trolls that are trolling everybody who is showing just a little bit of sympathy to the Rohingya refugees. And, I forgot to say, today's episode is brought to you by Fried Noodles. By her. Whoever she is. But I like eating. And I can't do it during the fasting month at the daytime because I would be fasting. Alright? Um, so... <laughs> We're doing it now, huh? saho time. Yeah. Yeah, saho time. Happy sahoing, everybody. Uh, you know, I have had a passion. I wouldn't say passion. Uh. I've always felt for the Rohingya. I've always felt for any refugees. Uh, because, as you know, I am a war journalist who have been to many, many different countries around the world where there's conflict and war. And I've seen the negative effects of war, which is not very nice. Right? And I've always felt that people who are trying to get away from a situation that's a war zone deserves the right to do so. And we all know what is happening with the Rohingya. In Myanmar, they are being oppressed. There's ethnic cleansing going on by the Myanmar government. We thought Aung San Suu Kyi would have improved the situation when she was voted into power. But it seems that she's been disappointing. Yeah. And Malaysia has never been a signatory of the Refugee Convention. And any refugee that comes, lands on our shores, always be treated as illegal immigrants and usually deported back to wherever they come from. Every once in a while, the Malaysian authorities will allow these refugees to come in and then they hand them over to the responsibility of the UNHCR, which doesn't say much. Because these people, even though they're registered with the UNHCR, sometimes when they go out, if they do get caught by the authorities, they either get stopped and requested for do it copy, or they actually get detained and they are deported. Although some actually get returned back to UNHCR. Right? But anyway, because Malaysia doesn't recognize these, these, these refugees, they don't get any rights to education, to uh, work, to employment, to medical benefits and all that, medical aid and all that. So it's a very, very tough life. Right? I've done documentaries and I've written about this a lot. Now, I'm a believer of open borders, that human beings are, should be allowed to travel anywhere they want to build a better life for themselves. Because that's what human civilization has always done for centuries. right? And then now suddenly we've got this concept of country borders and then you're not allowed to do so anymore. I think that's a little bit of bullshit. Lah. But... I know that's too much of a liberal and progressive idea that it will never happen in my lifetime. All I'm asking is be compassionate and help these refugees. Let them land and give them aid. Here's the problem. We are under a pandemic. Everybody's dying, getting sick because of this stupid coronavirus thing. And in the last few weeks, Boats have arrived in the Malaysian shores carrying hundreds of these refugees, these Rohingya refugees, from Myanmar. 
And what the Malaysian authorities have done is to allow them to push these boats away, turn them back and go back to their, to their country, which they can't do because if they go back to Myanmar, they face oppression, ethnic cleansing, death basically, torture and death, right? So they can't do it. So you just floated away at sea, reached nearby Bangladesh. Bangladesh didn't want them, which is surprising because Bangladesh has always been accepting of the Rohingyas because they have the biggest uh, refugee camp there which houses close to like a million uh, uh, Rohingyas. And they've always had their borders open for these Rohingyas to come in, but this time they didn't want to take them. Um, like several dozen of these Rohingyas on board have died because of starvation and were thrown overboard. And they've got literally nowhere to go. Now, I understand it's a pandemic and we're afraid to open our borders because then we're opening our borders to people who are infected with the virus. But right now, where is the compassion that we have? Malaysia has been doing a pretty good job. My hat's off. My hat's off to the health ministry and our DG, Dr. Noor Hisham Abdullah, for really handling the pandemic well. And we have brought the numbers down. We've flattened the curve and things like that. And we are, I think we're, we're like working towards eradicating the virus rather than just flattening the curve. My hat's off to them. Right? And I think taking in a few hundred Rohingya refugees should be okay, right? Should be okay and can be done. We need to quarantine them. You know, it's compassion. We have, I'm, I'm okay if we close our borders to tourists and, you know, business travellers and people who are travelling legally and have countries to go back to. We can close our borders to them because we want to protect our, our country from the virus. And okay, okay, I understand that. But these are people who are dying. They've got nowhere to go. And you've got these trolls online who are like suddenly becoming... Mm. extremely racist saying that we shouldn't accept these people because you know our, our, our countrymen come first we want to protect our countrymen um, and we should turn them back right we should go back to where they come from but they've got nowhere to go we are human beings we're supposed to be helping each other and this is the holy month of Ramadan. What happened to these Malay Muslims who always want to do good during Ramadan because this is the opportunity to gather as much pahala as possible. <laughs> Not out of the goodness of their own heart, but it's for their own selfish pahala gathering. <laughs> yeah, what happened to that? I am just shocked. Looking at the comments in my column in Malaysia Kini when I wrote about the Rohingyas, asking them to go back. Uh, and uh, I've got lots of videos on my YouTube channel, this YouTube channel about Rohi the Rohingyas as well. And, the amount of like mean things that people are commenting about the Rohingyas, it's it's terrible. It's like there's this concerted effort by like the whole of Malaysia who have like hired like as many cyber troopers as they can to go out there and just troll anything that has anybody who's saying any good thing about the Rohingya. It's worse than it's ever been. And the thing is, so many of these politicians who have politicized this matter before this when it was cool to fight for the Rohingyas, would organize big, huge rallies in stadiums to support the Rohingyas. These politicians, uh, who used to be the government, but never wanted to sign the United Nations uh, Refugee Convention. Now, suddenly, say, oh no, we don't want the Rohingyas, uh, they're racist and all that. Well, no, they're not saying the Rohingyas are racist. They are racist because they don't want the Rohingyas to come over into our country, to, to our country. I think this is just bullshit. I think this is just being selfish. I think it's, um, I do not think it's right. 
I don't know if what I'm saying is going to fall on deaf ears. But it's just sad, lah. Right? Just sad. But let me know what you all think, okay, about the Rohingya issue. If you are trolls, I'm not going to censor you just for trolling and saying bad things. But just remember that it just shows who you are. If you're saying mean things about different human beings and you don't want to help them. Alright? Okay. Now, I'm on to the section where I actually recommend or highlight something uh, to you that I think is interesting. I'm going to highlight to you two Instagram uh, accounts, which I think is pretty cool. It's uh, Young Arif uh, Special Effects and Young Arif Band. Now, this is a group of kids who... Total biasness here, okay? Yep, 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 yep. Close family friends. One of my very, very good friends from university. Uh, we've, uh, we grew up together uh, and we've started raising families together. Apan, Arif, Rafan, Osman, who is also my collaborator. He illustrates all of my books and we've done films together as well. He writes the scores to a lot of my documentaries. Uh, he has three kids who are friends with my kids, right? It's like they've known each other from birth, right? And they've been doing really cool um, special effects videos and magic videos. Right? And they've gotten like acknowledgement from their heroes like Zack King and all that. Right? Uh, and they also are very talented musically and they play all kinds of music. And instruments, yeah, they play all kinds of instruments and music as well, right? Uh, well, the most important thing is they play music that I like. <laughs> uh, they're really talented bunch of kids. I like looking at your, your Instagram accounts and their videos that they do. Um, and they're good friends with my kids. I love them, almost like my own kids. Uh, and I would recommend you guys to go and check them out. Alright? Okay. I think that's it for this week. I'm going to continue my saho. I'm going to eat with my daughter, Athena. Thanks to uh, whoever this lady is behind here who cooks saho for us every day. <laughs> um, and Alitia. Alitia is awake? Yeah. What? Alitia is awake? She doesn't, she doesn't fast? We asked her, Alitia, do you want to pass her? No, I want to eat food. <laughs> but she's a kid. I'm proud of Athena though. She's uh, doing her full day fasting. Never miss a day yet, right? Uh, yeah, first time. Okay, so you you think Achilles can pass her? Uh? Do you think a seven-month-old baby can pass her? Uh? <laughs> okay. Anyway, you've been watching and listening to Fat Billion. No, wait, wait, wait. Like this video. Don't like this video. Subscribe to our channel. Comment. Uh, follow us on all our social media platforms at Fat Billion. Uh, or go to fatbillion.com to get everything. You've been watching and listening to the Fat Billion Film Club. No! You've been watching and listening to Fat Billion Knows Everything. Yeah. I'm assuming I... No, I don't say that for Fat Billion Knows Everything. <laughs> I've got three kids, one wife, and me to support. So, you've got to like, you know, help fund my life. So, you actually can go to the Fat Billion e-store, right? I'm gonna link it below. I'm gonna link it below, right? And you can get actually like fat billion merchandise, right? And most of it are, well actually books are. I used to sell DVDs and films and all that, but hey, everything's available on YouTube now. So now if you want to get fat billion merchandise, it's mostly books. So I've got books here, I've got books here. See, see, see like this book? This is called uh, The Adventures of a Kerala in Afghanistan. It's a graphic novel, see? See, graphic novel which I uh, wrote uh, and illustrated with my, with my buddy Apan, right? Uh, it's a non-fiction one. It's about my time in Afghanistan shooting a documentary for a month uh, when I was there. See, see, I'm a war journalist, right? So it's a really good book, right? Uh, I've got this non-fiction 
novel is called Operation Nasi Kerabu, Finding Patani in an Islamic Insurgency. This book I wrote because I spent like a, I spent some time in Southern Thailand where there's a war there. You all know there's a war there, right? In Patani, right? I shot a documentary there which was banned for broadcast. But hey, they allowed me to publish a book. And if you get the book, there is a QR code at the back, right? There's a QR code at the back which allows you to watch it for free online. Oh, where's the QR code? Where's the QR code? Ah, there's the QR code, right? It's online, meaning you scan the QR code, you go to my YouTube channel. Okay, um, I've got another book. This is called Journal Dad, the Chronicles of a Journalist who Happens to be a Father. It's a, it's a compilation of my articles, my column when I was writing for the Malaysian Insider. It's all about like me being a journalist and raising a family at the same time. It's really funny. It's funny. It's funny. My best-selling book. Liberal, Malay and Malaysian, Writings of a Walking Contradiction. This is a compilation also of my uh, column in the Malaysian Insider. This one focuses more on like politics, race, uh, demonstration, democracy and religion and things like that. It's funny too. All my books are funny because I'm a funny guy, right? Yes, I am. And if you like films, I sell this book. See, I wrote this book with my buddy Wan Chun Hong. It's a guide to filmmaking, indie filmmaking. Uh, every chapter talks about one aspect of filmmaking and it, every chapter also interviews one like a uh, really prominent Malaysian filmmaker. It's really good. You can get all these books at the Fat Bidin e-store. Come on, feed my kids.